Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. Thank you for joining us. This is Pastor Broderick Santiago, Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia. We're so delighted that you're joining us and listening to this podcast. This week we'll be using a different format due to some technical difficulties this past Sunday. However, we found it very important that we share this message where we are revealing our true identity in Christ. For the past couple of weeks, we've been navigating through the series entitled Identity. And our goal in this series is to peel back the layers of our current personal identity, like our careers, our credentials, our marital status, our race, our social status, our failures in our past, and reveal our most important and true identity in Christ. Last week, we pulled back three layers of identifiers that we are not. And you can find that message uh, in our podcast on our website in the sermon section. So you can download that message so you can be uh, current and up to date with where we are now. This week, what we'll do is focus uh, our attentions on who Christ says we are and who we really are so that we can begin to live a life that honors Christ through how he identifies us, not how we identify ourselves or how we allow society or our culture to identify us. I hope that you're taking notes. I hope that you have a pen because I have five things I want to share with you and I'll be moving through this very quickly. If I skip over anything, you could always go back uh, on this podcast and just catch up with where we are. Okay. first thing I want to share with you today is I am complete in Christ. I am complete in Christ. So many of us, uh, because of our culture and our society and where we live, particularly here in America, we use so many things to identify ourselves. And because of that, we feel incomplete. We, we, we go out and buy expensive clothes to, to, to feel complete. We go out and get uh, our hair done a certain way to feel complete. We, we constantly checking on Facebook and social media to see who likes our comments because we want to feel complete. We, 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 we go to school for a long time and take out debts to feel complete, to get these credentials to feel complete. We, we try to have the perfect job to feel complete. We look for the perfect mate to feel complete. But I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, that you don't need any of that to feel complete because in the eyes of God, you are already complete. I want to share a scripture with you. It comes from the book of Philippians chapter three, verses five through eight. We find these words from the apostle Paul. He says, I was circumcised when I was eight 
days old. I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And for and as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. How beautiful is that? Here here you have uh, the Apostle Paul, who uh, as a Hebrew was totally qualified, uh, had everything known to man. He was a, a Pharisee. He was wise. He had riches. He had social status. He had a great religious pedigree. He was cut from uh, the, the tribe of Benjamin. So he had uh, a great bloodline. But here he's saying none of that means nothing apart from Christ. All of those things that I thought meant something because society and our culture said so really mean nothing because of what Christ has done uh, for me, which means way more. Wow, how beautiful. So in other words, wherever you are right now, your social status, your marital status, your religious status, wherever you are right now, I don't care how Uh, much bling you have, how successful you are, wherever you are right now, you can rest assured you don't need anything more because you are complete in Christ. The second thing I'd like to share with you, my brothers and sisters, is that I am holy and without blame. I am holy and without blame. For some reason, society has told us that the word Christian is synonymous with perfection. In other words, oftentimes as Christians, when we make mistakes, society and culture, even our own uh, faith criticizes us because we are flawed and imperfect. And I want to free you and release you today. And you may hold on to this, write it down, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it at your desk, wherever you need to do. And know this, that the word Christian The identifier Christian is not synonymous with perfection. Because you are a Christian, because I am a Christian, it does not mean that I won't fail every now and again. Because I am a Christian, because you are a Christian, it doesn't mean that we'll miss the mark, uh, that we won't miss the mark every now and again. It simply means that as Christians, we are devoted to following the teachings of Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that we won't make mistakes. It just means that we are trying our best to live a life that looks a lot like the life that Christ lived and that we are trying to love the same exact people that Christ loved, which was everyone. The word Christian is not synonymous with perfection. I love what the Apostle Paul says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. He says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. This predates Adam and Eve, my brothers and sisters. Before he even created the earth, he knew that we would be imperfect as long as we're on this side of heaven. But in the eyes of God, we are without fault. 
And I'm not giving you license and permission to go out there and commit sin and do some wrong things and then just repent and think it's okay. What I am saying is if you do make a mistake, you are without fault in God's eyes, but you must first confess, repent, and, 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 and really pray about trying to remove yourself from the sinful nature. Amen. The next thing I'd like to share with you all, my brothers and sisters, the third thing is that I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. The book of Revelations, there's a story where, where, where we share a, a spiritual war that's going on. And this book, in the book of Revelations, chapter 12, 11, says this. And they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. The hymn that this particular scripture is talking about is our spiritual adversary, Satan, old Slewfoot. That's the one. We have defeated him. They have defeated him. The angels that represent Christ's army have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimonies. What I'm trying to say, no matter what you're going through right now or what you may go through in the future, you have already won. The fight is fixed. We win in the end. Here's what I want to share with you. I'm about to give you some really good news. Whatever you're going through, whatever your circumstances are right now, or whatever they may be in the future, whatever their circumstances or situation is, it has an expiration date. In other words, at some point, whatever uh, valley you find yourself in, whatever issues you are struggling with has an expiration date. All you have to do is trust and believe and hold on a little while longer. Now, that does not mean that uh, your expiration date is the same as your neighbor's. Your, you, you know, your issue or circumstance may have just a little bit longer uh, shelf life. But if you just hold on to God, trust in God and believe and, and remind yourself that the fight is fixed and that you are already victorious. Oh my God, how things could change for you today. You are an overcomer in Christ. Already believe that. You have already won. Amen. The fourth thing I want to share with you, my brothers and sisters, is I am an ambassador for Christ. I am an ambassador for Christ. In other words, everything you do represents Christ. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that, 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 you know, you have to be perfect. And it doesn't mean that uh, even in your flaws and alls, uh, you, you have to worry about that. You, are, you still represent Christ. If we look at the 12 disciples that Jesus chose, they weren't perfect people. They had flaws. They had issues. They, they, they weren't uh, very religious uh, in terms of their, their, their scholarly and theology stuff. Uh, they weren't the, the, the you know... In terms of the, their pedigree, they weren't considered, you know, the hierarchy. They were regular people who had challenges, uh, who had flaws, who in some cases were not liked, uh, who were hated in some instances because of their current status as tax collectors. However, these were the ambassadors, ambassadors for Christ. They represented him. When he transitioned on to, to, to sit with God in heaven, they stayed here on earth to represent him. And because of that, today we are uh, his ambassadors, his disciples. Uh, I want to share some scripture with you, what the, this um, apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.20. He says, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Ephesians 6.20 says this, I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. 
even in prison, Paul saw himself as an ambassador for Christ. They may have had him shackled. They may have had him locked up in this cell, but it did not prevent him or stop him from sharing the gospel. He figured as an ambassador, I have to be desperate that if I don't share the gospel during my lifetime, it could truly fall and fail for the next generation. So I'm desperate and there's a sense of urgency for me no matter how I do it to get this message out about the love of Jesus Christ. Do you remember when you were a child and perhaps you were playing outside and perhaps you made some bad decisions and got in trouble and you got home and the first thing your parents you know said to you why are you out there making me look bad? They said that because you were your parents' best example of them. You were your parents' ambassador. Here's the good news. As an ambassador, it doesn't mean that you won't make mistakes, uh, and it doesn't mean that you are disowned. When you made those mistakes as a child with your parents, they didn't disown you. They didn't kick you uh, out the house. They didn't throw you to the curb. They loved you, redirected you, and disciplined you. And that's the same thing with Jesus. As his ambassadors, uh, we may make some mistakes. We may get, you know, trip up a little bit, but Jesus doesn't throw us to the curb or disown us or or, or disqualify us. He loves us. He disciplines us and points us and redirects us to be back on the right track. You are an ambassador wherever you are right now in your flawed status. You are an ambassador for Christ. Amen. The final and fifth thing I want to share with you today is I am a disciple of Christ. I am a disciple of of Christ. Now, many of us, we, we look at this word disciple and it obviously means that I am a pupil. I am a student of Christ. But I also want to stretch you a little bit further with the uh, with the definition that says that we as disciples, we are those who embrace and assist in the spreading of another's doctrine or teaching. We assist in the spreading of another's doctrine or teaching. In other words, we can't just be students and sit here and receive and read all of this scripture and don't share it. It is our duty to share the word of God with somebody along with, watch this, our testimony. You see, if we just shared scripture with people, it wouldn't mean anything until we could show them how scripture has has, uh, changed our lives, how scripture has guided and redirected our decisions, how scripture has brought us out of a certain circumstance or situation. So it's very imperative to share scripture with your testimony or vice versa, share your testimony, but couple it with scripture so that people can see that you are truly a disciple of Christ. Not only have you studied and read the word of of, of Christ and you have shared it and lived it out. You've used it to get through and navigate this thing we call life. We are disciples of Christ. Here's a quick recap of those five things today I want to share with you. I am complete in Christ. I am holy and without blame. I am an overcomer. I am an ambassador for Christ. And I am a disciple of Christ. Hey, may God keep you. May heaven shine upon you. Uh, Go out there. Make somebody's life better simply because you exist. God has not created us just to exist and not impact the world that we live in. Have a wonderfully blessed day. I am Pastor Broderick Santiago, Mosaic Church. 
Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor B said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others. Our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.